Happy Tuesday News Day. You are tuned in to yet another episode of Smoking One with Trip on Trip's Tuesday News Day. And of course, you already know I'm in here with the one and only Ahath, the original. Correct? Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, Ahath. We're fucking two for two on starting out the Tuesday News Day with some fast food news. So why not make it three for three, huh? Okay. Yeah, let's make it three for three. Well, um, you might I actually just seen a fucking commercial about this shit with the little action figure. It was pretty dope. But um McDonald's has just partnered with Travis Scott to bring a new burger meal to their menu. Have you seen that shit? No, I haven't. I mean I saw a story about him getting mobbed at a McDonald's, but I just thought it was because he's Travis Scott. Well, that'll explain why he's getting mobbed at McDonald's or why he's even at McDonald's in the first place. So I guess I guess the meal is going to include a quarter pound burger with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard and bacon. And then it comes with a medium fries dipped in barbecue sauce. But when I seen the commercial, they had the barbecue sauce on the side and he like dip the fry in the barbecue sauce. So I don't think they pre-dip the fries in barbecue sauce. And then you get a Sprite too. That would sound weird, but okay. Yeah. And the burger just sounds like a quarter pounder at bacon. Yeah, but uh, I don't think the quarter pounder had lettuce before. Lettuce or bacon. I think the quarter pounder came without lettuce. If I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I mean, it, uh, you can get it all for $6 if you want to eat like Travis Scott. Six bucks? That ain't bad. <clears throat> no, not at all. And you uh, said medium or just the regular size they give now? Medium. I mean, okay. I'm sure you can up it to a large, but for for six dollars, you're getting the medium. Okay. And I know you see what's going on at Taco Bell, Ahab. Yep. Man, they're getting rid of all the good shit, huh? A few good items, yeah. Yeah, shit. They're getting rid of the Mexican pizza, pico de gallo, shredded chicken, the seven layer burrito. Yeah, um, shit, I guess last month they got rid of the seven-layer burrito, their potato shit, right? Yeah, and the quesarito. Yep, the quesarito. Um, there was another one, too. I forgot which one. But, I mean, Taco Bell is just doing a whole redo of their menu just about. They're getting rid of shredded, shredded chicken shit, like the shredded chicken soft taco, the shredded chicken burrito, shredded chicken quesadilla, the shredded chicken fucking milkshake. Getting rid of all that shit. <laughs> milkshake. I mean, they they come out with a whole bunch of uh, of those freezes, which be fire as fuck. Yeah, they're bringing in a new freeze. The I think it was a dragon fruit, right? The dragon fruit, yeah. Yeah, I was say metropolitan. Hey, that might not be a bad a bad freeze. There you go, metropolitan freeze. We got to plug it into Taco Bell, huh? Let's do it. Shit, what's your favorite freeze? I think I think I like the pineapple the best. Not the yeah. pineapple, not the whipped pineapple or whatever the fuck that shit they got right now, but just the regular pineapple. Oh no, I like the Dole Whip freeze. The Dole Whip freeze with the yeah. with the pineapple? Yeah. Okay, okay. You got another food one for us? Actually, I do. And since we're speaking about fucking freezes, Ben and Jerry's is talking about or they're not talking about, they're actually set to launch a podcast. Coming September 15th. Uh, what is it like? Is it going to be over everything or just like their ice creams? No, actually, the podcast title will be Who We Are, a chronicle of racism in America. So basically, they're focusing on white supremacy history in America. So a lot of KKK bullshit. KKK, I mean, not just KKK, just white, uh, white supremacy, period. You don't oh, have to okay. be KKK to be white supremacist, you know what I mean? But yeah, the podcast is going to be a six-part series, uh, looking about 30 minutes each. And um, it's in collaboration with Vox Media. And it's going to be hosted by fellow podcaster and author, author Carvel Wallace. Now... I fucks with Ben and Jerry's because Ben and Jerry's is woke AF. I mean, the company also released a new flavor in 2019 called Justice Remixed. And then they also came out uh, denouncing the killings of George Floyd 
and saying yeah, how yeah i heard about that yeah and saying how we need to uh california needs to pass a law or a certain law or some shit new york needs to pass a law anyways ben and jerry's is fucking woke as shit you feel me feel you so that'll be something to look at, look out for coming here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks is the ben and jerry podcast focusing on white supremacy and it'll be good education too now will it be uh one big podcast or will it just be six different or as many different ones as it takes to do the time that you so, just said so it's gonna be a podcast but it's only gonna be a six-part series oh okay, okay on the podcast so with that being said i don't know if they're gonna continue the podcast on a different type of subject or if they're going to end the podcast right there and then maybe come out with another you know six-part series on something else but i think it's a good way to put the education out there you know on our our real history and you know just the history on white supremacy and african American, just the history of america period because a lot of the shit that we were taught was true yes but it was hindered fabricated fabricated for sure start educating people a little more yeah, I'd agree with that. But then you got those motherfuckers who don't want to be educated. Then what do you do? Throw that, them in a city somewhere far from here and just let them be by themselves? I feel like that's when you get aggressive. A motherfucker don't want to listen. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But you know what is here and there, Ahab? Russ, time. Those are good guesses. But no. Sports? But, no. Not yet, buddy. We're almost there. Oh, darn. Or hold your horses, buddy. But no, uh, the founder of Jelly Belly is actually hosting a Willy Wonka chocolate factory type treasure hunt. I definitely heard about that. Yeah, that's a big fucking thing right now. I already looked up to try and get my fucking my my ticket. Um, so basically, there's gonna be one golden ticket in each state. Okay. In the form of a necklace. Now, they're saying you can enter on thegoldticket.com, and each state gets their own riddle and their own golden ticket. Okay, cool. So you can't be sharing state to state with the answer because it's not going to be the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be some bullshit. I didn't even think about cheating like that. But yeah, no, um, every different state has uh, their own riddle and their own golden ticket, and it is also limited to only... 1,000, excuse me, only 1,000 participants per state. And um, each each entry is $50, about $50. It kind of ranges on state to state due to taxes and stuff, but $50. Is there more than one uh, Jelly Belly factory in uh, various states or is there only one? Yes, no, there is multiple factories, but he is giving away one factory. What? I know he's only you, giving away one factory, but yes. like, is there more than one place in each state that you can find it? Or is it only, if there's two in one state, is he only going to hold it there at is one? Not, there, there is not two in one. Like, I'm so lost right now. Like how companies have two <laughs> headquarters, or not headquarters, yes, but two yes. factories in one state. He's not giving away a factory per state. He's giving away one factory. Oh, okay. There's one grand prize, and that's the factory. <laughs> but if you find the golden ticket in your state, you're automatically rewarded $5,000. So that's the point of going state to state and doing a little state to state thing. True. And on top of that, anybody who participates is eligible for the grand prize of the factory. So it's not like those kooky rules that Willie and Charlie had for their factories. No, it's a little different than the original um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but it's Maybe a really Wonka. Well, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Technically, is the name of the movie Alex. The original one back when we were kids was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie's a new adaptation with Johnny Depp. Let me see. Well. First off, our version is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory didn't release till 1971. 1971. It still works, motherfucker. <laughs> but yes, it'll be a lot alike, but different in many different ways. 
But anybody who participates and buys their $50 entry is eligible for the grand prize. And I think I'd rather have the factory than the $5,000 for finding the golden ticket anyhow. Yeah, I'd rather have the factory too. Yeah. And also anybody who fucking uh, who participates also gets a 10 milligram CBD 40 piece jelly belly for signing up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you're not leaving empty-handed. You're getting, you know, a little bit of CBD so you get your little marijuana on. But besides all the fun and uh, fun and shit, have owning a uh, factory, I just I would want to own it just to have those cool Jelly Belly portraits and be able to sell them. Am I missing out on something? Man? What, what's the, what's the deal you, with the portraits? You never taken the tours, or you? You never seen. I took the tour, but way, way, way long ago. All those portraits in, on the wall, like the of famous people or uh, history things that they hit, that they use different the different color jelly beans to make like the face or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I'd rather have. I mean, I mean, yeah, the factory would be one in itself to own, but having those portraits is a whole nother thing. Yeah, I guess make a little money off of it, but you're gonna make money off the factory for sure. True, like yeah, get to make make, a lot more. Get to make your own flavors and shit. I make a flavor called a half apple. Why apple? I just cause it's kind of catchy. A half apple. What would you call it? A apple. A apple. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, that's not so. The Jelly Belly itself would be called a, a apple, the apple flavor. The apple flavor. There you have it, folks. The apple flavor. Keep a fucking eye out. Now let's keep it on moving, Ahath. But these aren't Jelly Bellies, but they are pretty much in the shape of Jelly Bellies. A new study has shown that Tylenol may influence you to make riskier decisions. Tylenol. Tylenol. Wow. Well, they're they're using Tylenol, I feel like, as an example. But what it really is, is it's all in the acetaminophen. And they're saying that the acetaminophen affects you in a way to basically it lowers your anxiety and raises your fuck it meter. Hmm. So they did a study. Your, th- um, your thrill meter or your like adventure taking in a, uh, in a way, sorry. yes, yes, yes. There you go. So they did a study of 189 students and they uh they gave some like Tylenol and then they gave some placebos that are basically fake Tylenol, right? Yeah. And then they proceeded to ask them questions about how they felt about bungee, dump, bungee jumping, fucking skydiving, walking home at night, uh, in the dark, like, you know, just questions that, that, one person without being influenced might just say no or would be against. But the study showed that most of those people that were on the Tylenol, the actual Tylenol and not given the placebos were more inclined to make the riskier decisions of bungee jumping, skydiving and walking home at night and shit like that. Okay. And I think what I was trying to think about or say was adrenaline. Like an adrenaline junkie. Oh, okay, yeah. But I think that's a whole different... I don't think adrenaline junkies are out there fucking just popping Tylenol before they go out and do their thing. I think that's just more of a... They're already born with that shit. And I'm not saying that I fucking... I'll pop a Tylenol right now and say, Hey, hey, Hath, let's go fucking skydiving. Although I do want to go skydiving. Yeah, same here. But you feel me? You get what I'm saying. You get the point yeah. I'm trying to make. So um, they also did another study... With, um, I think it was like 559 students, and um, they had them do different kind of activities. And one of the activities they had them do was they had a button. They had them click a button that would fill up a balloon. And the more you fill up the balloon, the more money you got. Hmm. So, and of course, so they like gave water balloon, uh, kind of in a way, in a way, exactly, affairs. exactly like that. But, um, so they gave some people, again, placebos, and they gave some people the real deal. And the people who actually took the real deal were 
more inclined to have their balloon burst or had more money because they were so they wanted to fill up their balloon more they had more yeah. of that 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 they wanted fuck to it push factor it to the limit. yeah exactly so that's what they're saying and i guess the study is kind of more to see how it affects our daily lives and our decisions on our daily lives i know one of the things um they said somebody might pop a tylenol and be more inclined to leave the house with covid than not leave the house with covid that's just the comparison that the article was making but um i mean i get it you know i mean it it it, would, it might change your decision in some type of way but i imagine it affects everybody different and i mean shit they had to give them a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen to fucking yeah which i guess is the recommended dosage they're saying for a typical average headache so i mean shit you looking to be a little more adventurous they have pop you a little tylenol or two okay <laughs> but let's keep it on trucking in i know you remember the fucking ice bucket challenge that was going on a couple years ago for la als yeah and um i guess that actually raised over 200 million dollars worldwide damn just doing the ice bucket challenge that's a lot yeah so um thanks to donations in part researchers have actually been able to come up with a drug to slow down the progression of the disease now it's not a cure but it's definitely a big step in als especially a disease yeah. that i'd say 80 percent of people did not fucking know about because i had no idea about als until the ice bucket challenge came out wait you didn't no i didn't know about als until the ice bucket challenge came out you knew about als I mean, I guess you're only a football guy, so yeah, you, it makes sense that you. Who else? What, who, wait, who had ALS? Lou Gehrig. That was the whole reason he retired. Oh, see, I just because he had ALS. Oh, see, I didn't know all that, and that's why you're the fucking sports guy, Ahab. And don't just don't just register me as a fucking just the football guy. But anyways, I mean, like I said, this is a big step because this disease affects. Basically, your nerves to move your muscles to do damn near anything to be able to walk chew, fucking blink, even breathe. And mm -hmm. so it doesn't cure it, but it does slow the progression. And I mean, every day is a blessing to be able to do those things. Yeah, it's another day to live. Yes, exactly. And 20,000 people have been affected here in the U.S., and they say it usually strikes between the ages of 40 to 70. But after after symptoms set in at whatever time that is, life expectancy is only on average expected two to six years. That sounds like a lot of those types of diseases. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a fucking rough disease, but it's good to hear that we're, you know, we are taking steps. Now, they're... This is just phase two of their study, of their double blind study. Now, the, the double blind means that the patient nor the researcher know who's receiving the drugs. So it's just like those that last story about the being it, between placebos and Tylenol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it that way. But I think with the Tylenol, they knew who, who had the placebos and who didn't well, have the placebos. The research. But this one they in don't. this one, they do not know exactly and um wait no one knows or just the people i'm sure it? i'm sure somebody or knows but they be having it the it's probably the middleman knows but the patients nor the researcher knows oh okay so nobody knows who's receiving the drugs and who's not and um i mean if this passes phase three is i'm pretty sure the last stage and it's just going to be longer and larger than phase two and then next goal is to basically get that shit out to the world. Okay. But all thanks to dumping ice in some water or dump, putting a whole bunch of water on some ice and dumping it over people. Or Which, just having freezing cold water. Yeah. I mean, they say that wasn't the original challenge, but that's what it turned Not, into. Yeah. You know, I seen the original challenge. The original challenge looked like some shit. I don't think I would have been able to do the original challenge. Dude was like standing in the ice bucket, then having ice like continually poured on. It was nuts. But um, yeah, I participated in the in the ice bucket. Did you do one? 
Yeah, I did one. Yeah, I did one. Posted that shit to fucking uh, Facebook. Not to I actually, you know what? That came up in my fucking memories not too long ago. Oh wow! And even speaking of Facebook, um, I read this thing. Facebook is going to pay users to refrain from using Facebook and Instagram before the election. They're gonna pay us if you can. Refrain from using Facebook and Instagram before the election. They will pay you $120, actually. Per day or? No, I think just $120 after the whole time, after until the election is over. When does it start? Um, I think it's going to start towards the end of, what was it? September. September, okay. yes. Because election is November. Yes. So at the end of September is when they want you to stop using the social media and the goal is to see how much social media actually affects the election okay um they're expecting about 200 to 400,000 participant participants and i mean some people are going to receive an actual like invitation to join and others will just get like will just see a notice just you know scrolling by oh, and okay, see a yeah. notice and then fucking click on it and participate that way you said how much? Four, two to four hundred thousand. Two hundred to four hundred thousand okay. participants. Which I feel like it being Facebook and Instagram and one hundred and twenty dollars, and the state that we're in right now, they're gonna fucking they're gonna get more than two hundred to four hundred thousand, unless they're just putting their their cap at four hundred thousand. Now they're saying the study is gonna be designed to mirror the major diversity in the u.s now how do you feel about the social election or the social media affecting the election eh? Huh? i don't think it will it doesn't social media doesn't really affect elections and shit like that because like that's just all voting and what people see or what people what strong views people have on the select candidates Exactly. I feel like social media media is so opinionated that people are only concerned with their opinions and their beliefs on what's going on. Yeah, exactly. That's why you see all those recall Newsom uh, booths around town. Recall Newsom. Fuck Biden. Fuck Trump. Fuck America. Before Just be seeing a whole bunch of shit on fucking Facebook and Instagram. And I mean, people are entitled to their fucking opinions, whatever. And I just click the unfollow button or the, the unfriend button. I just don't want to see the shit. Like I said, exactly. you're entitled to your fucking opinion, but I don't want to see the shit in my opinion. You know? Yeah, I don't want to see it on my story or on my fucking feed. Exactly. Because especially some of that shit just be making me angry and it just be so stupid and ignorant. And it's so easy to put it on there that, like, exactly. people use it as scams. And or they don't think people don't. Uh, hacking. People don't fucking think. That's just like the story when I was just saying how Russia was making fake accounts. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, to, to, to fuck around at our, because they know people are so damn gullible on this fucking social media. So I just hit the fucking unfollow button. I suggest you guys do the same. Go ahead and leave them a piece of your mind at, after you, before you leave, of course. Let them know how you feel and why you will be leaving. And then be done with it. So you say you're not going to try to go for the money? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not sure. I might go for the money, but I mean, I use IG to... Uh, promote the podcast here yeah i know so i can't really refrain from that now is it refraining from both or from yes from facebook and instagram because instagram is a product of facebook so if you get on instagram you you're technically logged into facebook although i'm saying technically if you log in or if you get on instagram you tech or you're disqualified i think so yes okay even if you don't get on facebook yes. at all, they said 120 dollars because i think i feel like if they were to do uh like separate if you could get on instagram and not facebook then you should pay me another fucking 120 dollars that's two different jobs right there you know that's True. two different things you want me to do but i think they are saying facebook and instagram because instagram is a product of facebook yes, so yeah Are you finna try and get your 120 dollars i'll try i'll see if i can do it yeah, I, I'm going to look it up and see how to sign up and shit. We'll talk about that later. I might just try and do it. Fuck it. Then we can spend that little $120 on some good weed, huh? Yeah, some good, good weed. That good, good. <laughs>
You know who can't spend no money on no good good? Um, fuck. No, I can't really think of anybody. Take a guess. Uh, LeBron James. Close. Not close at all, actually. <laughs> no, Joe Exotic. Oh, okay. <laughs> has claimed he was sexually assaulted at the hands of a CO and beaten into submission. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. This dude, I I seen the pictures, and he did have some cuts and shit on his arms, but he didn't look like he was beaten to a pulp like prison beaten. Now yeah. he what has he, what he calls submission. Yes, he has claimed that he was tied to a chair for so long that the skin on his arms began to peel. And then that he was tossed into a room naked, locked inside for eight days, and had to sleep on a floor with dry feces and sperm. Next to him or just like away from on Just on the floor, dried. I I imagine he tried to stay as far away from it as possible, but it's on the floor no matter what. True. Don't nobody want to sleep anywhere near that. And it's got to smell after about three hours because he's locked in there. Yeah, I mean, he was locked in there for eight days. But it, it showed it showed like a couple pictures on their on-screen interview and shit. And, I mean, I think Joe Exotic's just being Joe Exotic a little extra. But he might have, you know, somebody might have gotten to his ass. Might have gotten to his sweet little exotic ass. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Maybe Carol Baskin hired him. Uh, yeah, I mean, shit. I seen a thing talking about this lady was talking about her husband might have been involved in the Carol Baskin's, uh, in the in Carol Baskin's husband's disappearance. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's resurfacing. Um, that's then because I seen it was a it was a spoof, but f- or some type of fake shit talking about Carol Baskin's. They found her the remains at the the sanctuary. But I don't think that shit was true. So don't the even the one she stole from Joe or her original one? No, the her sanctuary. Okay. Yeah, but I I don't I don't think that shit's true. Probably not. No, not at all. I um I looked it up and it it um I couldn't find any supporting evidence on that shit. But um I mean shit talking about assaults in fucking prison. R. Kelly's lawyer has been asking for an early release yet again. But this time, they're saying R. Kelly was attacked in his sleep by a fellow inmate with a pin. Did he piss on the sheets? <laughs> oh, that was a good one, buddy. <laughs> no. Actually, I mean, R. Kelly might have pissed his sheets. He might have pissed himself when, saying, he, yeah. when he woke up the dude fucking stomping him out. What kind of pen was it? Was it like a ballpoint just, pen? Or uh, was yeah, it, it was a probably a ballpoint pen. pen. It was a pink pen. It was a, a pink pen. <laughs> pink an, pen. An ink pen. Oh. But, um, I mean, the inmate somehow slipped into his cell while he was sleeping and just started stomping him out, I guess. And then... um, he would be one skinny-ass motherfucker to get through those bars. No, he might have been able to pop the lock. He could have been able to pop yeah, the lock. True, he could have had plugs on the COs. He could have paid for that shit. I think it had to be an inside job kind of just because people hate r kelly because how else would he get in there without like alerting anybody even especially r kelly yeah i mean dude is wanted for or not wanted but he is facing multiple multiple sexual assault charges and just a whole bunch of shit right now with minors and all kind of shit so of course you know that's not that's not permitted at all in prison nobody's fucking with that shit nope not one person (laughs) funny fact is the dude that attacked him had fuck the feds tattooed across his forehead (laughs) (laughs) so um i mean that only it only adds to the frustration that the prisoners already have because i guess protests outside the prisons for people wanting the singer's release has caused the prisons to go into lockdown several times. They want R. Kelly's release? Like Yes. People like are yes. Good release or release to be able to kill him for doing what he did. No, no, no. Yeah. They just want him released just because people who are fighting for fucking R. Kelly's freedom. Now, um, his lawyer's point of stand is 
that R. Kelly should have never been nowhere near somebody who's got fuck the feds tattooed across their face and have fucking multiple violent charges and who's a I violent agree with his lawyer. I mean, that's what his lawyer is saying. But um, and also there's no trial set because of uh, COVID. So he's sitting in there rotten. But I mean, that's like the million other Americans that are also sitting in prisons rotten right now because of COVID. I mean, I know he's R. Kelly and what he did, but do you really think he's rotting? No, compared to a normal person. Yeah, compared to a, you're right. You're definitely right. He's probably chilling, but I mean, he'd still got to be horrible. You don't want to be in fucking oh, yeah, prison. I, know. Compared, I don't want to be in prison either. You but know, I mean, my man's can't even come and get one of them uh seven layer burritos before they was gone. Now he'll never experience another seven layer burrito or Mexican again. pizza. He will never experience another Mexican pizza again. Again. Well, I mean, again. you never know. You never know. He's guilty in, or he's innocent until proven guilty. So we'll see with these courts and how that goes. But, I mean, he's facing a shitload of charges in a shitload of places. Doesn't it have a, uh, at least a, poli- I guess you would say a preliminary date for the court? No. The court dates? There is no, that's that's what the, his lawyer is getting at is there hasn't been nothing set there's absolutely no court date set no nothing and he's saying that it's unconstitutional and it's against r kelly's rights that he should have a right to bail at least to be able to bail and he's even agreeing to be on um house arrest and to be monitored at all times to make sure he's nowhere near a minor and just all kind of shit but um judge denied it judge said nope fuck that Better luck next time, maybe, huh? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but moving, keep, we're gonna keep it, keep this truck on truck and Ahab. And um, if you look outside a warehouse delivery station for Amazon right now, you're likely to see multiple phones hanging from the closest trees. That doesn't make sense at all. Well, I'm about to make it make sense to you, buddy. So drivers are hanging phones from trees to get a split second jump on the competition. So you sync your personal phone to the main phone hanging on the tree. So the main phone has a special app that receives because all all Amazon delivery drivers receive a um, I shouldn't say all, but a certain sector receive a uh, text message. Or like a test um, message notification. notification, whatever that they that there's a delivery available and then they can accept and then, you know, go do their thing, yeah. get their little fifteen dollar fee like an Uber or uh, delivery service driver for food. Exactly. But I guess the way that the algorithm works and the, the way that it functions is it goes out to the closest ones first. You know, it because it, it, it's sending it out. So it hits yeah. the, the closest ones first and it goes out, out, out. So people are setting main phones onto a tree to receive that notification then that notification automatically sends to their personal phone and they receive the the notification no matter where they're at before any other drivers do so do multiple are you saying multiple or multiple people do this multiple people have do this but not all amazon drivers are in on it it's against amazon policy actually to cheat in that kind of way. That's what they would call it is cheating. Oh, wow. But um I mean cuz they're I mean, all I guess it's cheating. Yeah, cuz they're all contract drivers and you're you know, you're getting you're getting that extra step on the on the next person who is also trying to get the same the same delivery for the same pay. Okay. And there's multiple multiple drivers and with this COVID and the shortness, you know, and unemployment and shit going on, I'm sure they got plenty of drivers right now. True. Now, is it specific amazon warehouses or um i think it was amazon specifically amazon warehouse warehouse deliver delivery stations and um whole foods delivery spots okay so not it you're not talking about like the one in the thomas right there um no i don't think so but Uh i mean shit drive by and see snap a picture if you see some phones huh uh how like old i mean i get that it's probably a new story but like what when did it first come about i guess this has been going on and amazon has known about it and has been notified but they say 
They don't do shit about it. Huh, I'll take a closer look the next time I deliver over to Amazon, but I don't recall seeing any trees with phones. Yeah, check that shit out. Flex drivers download the Flex app and meet requirements to drive and say they get hired at $18 an hour for a certain contract or for a certain job. They hire someone else at like $8 an hour to go do the drive that doesn't meet the requirements and they get paid pretty much $10 an hour to do nothing. So a lot like the trucking industry and shit like that, you get paid a certain amount per contract and you pay a motherfucker to go handle it for you at a lower rate and make some money for doing nothing. Free money. Exactly. I guess that's how people felt about sand from Sardinia, an Italian island that's got, I guess, some nice-ass white sand and it's got, you know, this beautiful sand. I guess people have been trying to leave with Sardinia sand and are getting fined, like a French tourist who was just fined $1,200 for trying to leave with more than four pounds of local sand. Four pounds? Yeah, he was trying to get away with four pounds. But I guess this is the new phenomenon over in Europe right now. And um, they said they're finding like websites who are selling their sand as as um, souvenirs and <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of shit. Um, it's been a law since 2017 that you're not allowed to remove any sand from local beaches or anything like that. And fines range from fucking six hundred dollars to thirty five hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, just depending on how much how much you're trying to take and where you got it. Now, um, I guess the largest seizure last year was 88 pounds. That must be the $3,500 charge. Yes, I bet you I'm sure as shit. If, if 88 pounds don't get you $3,500, then ain't nobody hitting that $3,500 mark. Because if you're trying to get away with 88 pounds of fucking stolen sand. You had to have just gone dug it yeah, up. And they find dude 1200 just for four pounds true 88 pounds has to be fucking and they probably i wouldn't be surprised if they tried to stick them with like a felony or some shit which actually brings me to my next fucking thing ahab how do you feel about that and did you hear about how one of those fires was started here in california if you're talking about the gender reveal one yeah yes do you feel like they should be uh charged not fine but held responsible for it yes so they should be charged because i mean i'm pretty sure no, helders. It's two different things. They don't. Re- they won't receive a money penalty if they're just held accountable for it. Like you, they're going to be harassed either way. But so how are you held accountable though if you don't have a consequence? I there's nothing didn't to really be. specify exact what the differences were, but it did say it's two different things. Yeah, I mean it depends. I feel like it really depends on how it happened where it happened and like what you know what was the process because they said it happened from a a pyrotechnic machine yeah it was it was a it was a fog machine and a like baby like rocket machine like uh fireworks machine oh so they were shooting off fireworks and shit fireworks slash like stuff that you'd see at uh like indoor shows not like actual fireworks like that launch Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, like a fountain, like a fountain fire. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay. So I feel like if you're doing that shit in a dry ass field and you don't have any precautions, you're not there with a fucking hose with, you know, ready to fucking do the shit. I also seen, I get, what was it last year? I think in Scottsdale, Arizona, some dumbass started a fire because they wanted to do a gender reveal party and fucking uh, packed a thing full of Tannerite and shot it. And it blew up and and fucking with blue powder, right? And it was in a fucking field full of brown, like dry, you could see dry ass weeds and started a fat ass fire. And I felt like that they should definitely be fucking held accountable unless you're that fucking stupid to do that in the middle of a dry ass field, especially right now with all these other fires going on. Like, come on, dude, fucking think. And the difference between being held accountable and fined is that the fine only persists when uh, something's damaged. 
If well, nothing, they burned over what eight thousand acres. It's okay. Buildings and or, I guess you would say houses. I don't know if they consider houses to be buildings. So correction, actually, it was ten thousand acres. And you're telling me just because there was no lives lost or there was no structure burns that you sh- you can be able to burn 10,000 acres and only have to say, I'm sorry. I don't agree with it, but yeah. No, I don't agree with you. Because that, I mean, what, what kind of example does that set for anybody else setting a 10,000 acre fire? I mean, it's not a good one, but. Exactly. So Why? Well, whatever the fuck, Ahath. Shout out to all the first responders out there having to pay for other everybody else's fucking dumbass mistakes. Because that shit ain't easy. And especially one of these dudes who said he's been a firefighter for over 10 years said that's been one of the most dangerous fires he's ever experienced. But, I mean, shout out to y'all. First responders, keep doing y'all thing. On a more positive note, Ahath, let's go ahead and get into fucking Ahath time to shine. A has time to shine. A has time to shine. Sports section. Sports, 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 sports. Okay, first up on sports, uh, Deuce sneaks into a Dodgers Giants game and gets busted trying to blend in with the cutouts. <laughs> what the fuck? He, so he's just like sitting down like a cutout, just hella steel or something? Um, He was. I, Yes, that's what it sounds like, but if you investigate or read the article, it says during the Dodgers-Giants game on the 9th, um, Jose Perez was sitting in the stands next to a bunch of cutouts. Like It was a full set of stands, so he did kind of look like the cutout, but if you zoomed in on him, as a bunch of the announcers did, you can see that he just literally had uh, probably ketchup or fake blood coming down his head. And that's how they were able to differentiate him and the cutouts for close. And uh, one of the security guards that's still working there um, went and picked him up and took him to the holding cell underneath the uh, arena or field of play. Well, fuck. I mean, I bet you it had to be some type of social media stunt or something. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a YouTube video talking about how I snuck into the Dodgers game. During COVID. Yeah, could be. Yeah, you see them all the time. How people sneak into concerts and doing all kind of shifty shit. Sneaky backstage. Yeah. Switching sports now to football. Which apparently is my only sport, huh? Yeah, that you're good at. That you're good at. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. You better go on ahead and check that, buddy. It's what I was going to say in the first place. No, I thought you were going to say the only thing that I'm good at. I was going to check you as we go have a one-on-one right now. Anyways, one NFL player has tested positive during all these COVID-19 results. Only one? How many fucking tests did they do? They say um, over this, over the period between August 30th and September 5th, 2,600 players and almost 5,700 other personnel have been tested. (laughs) What the fuck? So only one person out of over 10,000 people? But yeah, roughly about a little 8,300 people. 8,300 people. So one person out of 8,300 people have gotten sick. Only one or will have tested positive, actually. Produced a confirmed positive coronavirus test during the league's most recent testing period. And that's super fucking reassuring because football starts on Thursday, eh, Hath? You football starts in a week. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Not in a week. It starts in two days. What are you talking about, buddy? Well, the article said a week. Oh, well, it's a fucking, it's in two days, my guy, and I'm juiced. It also included all the players that have recently been released, waived, or cut during these roster cuts. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, that's super reassuring. So, hopefully, you know, we get a whole 16-game season. There's no cancellation of games, and we can keep this shit at bay. Hopefully. Let's get this sporting year started. Yeah, hell yeah. Sticking with football, New York 
football giants have officially parted ways with DeAndre Baker. Oh, shit. For what? As he, he he's awaiting arraignment on four separate charges of armed robbery at, with a firearm. Damn, armed robbery? Now, was that while he was an NFL player? Um, yes, it looks like the article says it happened in his native Florida back in May. Oh, wow. What the fuck is dude thinking? You're a fucking NFL football player, and you're out there having to commit armed robbery. I, You know what? I did just watch a movie, though, on um, Hulu, I believe it was, called Carter High. If you have Hulu, I suggest you go watch it. Pretty good movie. Um, but it was about how it's based on a true story, how some of the dudes at Carter High were like, top-of-the-notch football players getting scholarships and all that shit, and at the same time were committing armed robberies. And one of the quotes in there, dude had said, bro, or uh, I think he actually, I, fuck, I don't remember what he said, but he said, bro, it feels the same as being on that field. It's like, it's just the adrenaline rush. Wow. So, I mean, maybe it could play into that. Maybe he's just in love with the adrenaline rush. I do know people who are addicted to stealing I mean, it's just like anything else. I know dude just said, man, I'm addicted to that shit. Just the feeling when you get, you know, having to go through it and the adrenaline rush of trying not to get caught. He just loves it. Now, is that is is that the only thing that Carter High is famous for? Or is there? Well, Carter High was they actually won state championship. They went through a whole bunch of shit trying to get to the state championship. Like um, they were trying to X them out by having an an ineligible player when they had an eligible player and had to go through court systems and whole bunch of shit. But, um, the most famous thing people will probably remember Carter high for is Friday night lights. And they're the team at the very end in all red, the big badass all black team that, uh, loses or that actually beats Permian high at the very end in both the series and the movie. I don't know. I haven't watched the series, but, the movie. If the series is anything based on a true story and anything like the movie, yes, they will okay. eventually lose to Carter High at the end. Okay. Well, anyways, he where is it? He was. It was in connection with the May thirteenth incident in Myanmar, where he was accused of stealing cash and wallets from four guys at a house party. Damn. So he was just stripping dudes. Sounds like it. Yeah, he might have just did it just to, like they might have said some shit and he might have just made them run their pockets, you know, just to, to as a form of dominance. Yeah, because it says at a house party in the city. So, I mean, yeah, it might have just been a form of dominance, like run your pockets, plat. But I mean, either way, dumbass, you're a fucking NFL player. What is you doing, bro? And if he's convicted, he faces a minimum of 10 years and up to life in state prison. I tell you what, that's a lot. That's a lot of time. Hopefully, it's not another Aaron Hernandez situation. See? <laughs> I knew you would figure it out. But anyways, it's now the second Giants player to have been released due to um, legal circumstances. Or That's legal right. Their kicker that we covered uh, not too long ago that got arrested for the DUI, name? Rosas. Yeah, Aldrich Rosas yeah. has been released following a legal entanglement of his own. Yeah, we and- reported that. On, um, I think, I don't know if it was Tuesday, Newsday 3, maybe 4. It's on one of those. But, we yeah, we, we did that one. And uh, Mar- John Mara, the owner and uh, general manager, is quoted saying it's disappointing and embarrassing on all fronts. Well, yeah, of course. I'm embarrassed for the dude. Shit, you're an NFL player having to commit armed robbery. What's going on around here? Fuck, people just wanting money. Yeah, I suppose so. Damn, we got two sad trombones today. Uh, Damn, that's uh, a record, isn't it? kind of operation we run in here? I think that is a record for the Tuesday Newsday podcast. Well, this can kind of be felt as a bad trombone. During the U.S. Open the other day, Novak Djokovic was forced to forfeit his match. I seen that. And I'm not going to give him a sad trombone because I don't think he should have had to forfeit. You could tell by the video it was a complete accident. But, I mean, fuck. 
it is what it is, I guess. You know, I guess I seen a thing today, too, that the referee was getting, like, ate up on social media. Like, they now, were the, threatening the, her the and all that got hit or the Yeah, the, the referee, the, the that female said, that got hit. Okay. They, I mean, threats and all kind of shit. But he was saying to leave her alone. You know, it's not her fault. Yeah, but, it's definitely not her fault. It's the head judge, the guy that sits in the uh, chair. Yeah, that decided to, to fucking said, kick him yeah, out. He said, you're out of here for hitting her. Yeah, it's fucked up. But, I mean, you could tell it was a complete accident, but shit happens, you know. It is sure. what it is. Now, for the last one of the day, Tokyo Olympics will go ahead with or without COVID. Oh, dope. In so, 2024. Yes. So, four years from now. Yes. Almost three years from now. Hey, Heath, we're already in fucking September, dog. Yeah, almost halfway through it, too. I'm not quite halfway. We're at... Uh, a, week away. a quarter maybe a third a third a third of the way i'll meet you okay yeah third of the way through september but we're trucking on along so i mean that'll be nice to have the olympics still going on with or without covid you know whether they got to socially distance whatever they got to do to have it no fans whatever the case is at least they're gonna have it yeah during a phone conference ioc's cotis was a uh, Adamant that the Tokyo Games will start on the revised date. Oh, okay. So they changed the date, but they're still, still going it, go ahead with it. Yeah. Okay. Good shit. Good shit. That's good news. I like to hear that. That's a good one to end on there, Ahath. And does that inc- does that conclude our Ahath time shine? Ahath time shine. Yeah, that concludes it. Sports. Sports. <laughs> well, y'all already know that leads me straight into my motivational quote for the week. And that is from Take a Guess. Um I go maybe since you mentioned the Carter High, maybe uh remember the Titans? No. Oh, darn. The man on the penny, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Things may come to those who wait, but only the things left behind by those who hustle. Let it process. It's not clicking? No. I'll give it to you one more time. Things may come to those who wait, but only the things left behind by those who hustle. Meaning those who wait, things will come to you, but those who hustle, you're going to go get that shit before they come to you. True. Well, so it's clicking now, huh? That wasn't a face of not clicking. I was just trying to. Oh, it, it looked yeah. like a not clicking face. <laughs> but anyways, that fucking does it for us today, folks. You already know this is your boy Trip. This is it. Y'all stay blessed. Peace.